What's Up Podcast listeners. We are so glad to be here with you today. This is Drew and Andy here. Andy and I, if you have not heard us before, we are Castleberry, Florida residents and local pastors here who desire to have a casual conversation on this podcast for the good of the people of Castleberry about Castleberry-related issues and including guests and friends who are involved with Castleberry. And speaking of friends and guests, we've got two in the studio today. Oh, we do. Some uh, some very special people who are who are part of our live studio audience. So the can- the laughter you hear today will not be canned. It will be real. We have uh, Drew's beautiful wife, Becky. Say hi, Becky. Hi. And my handsome son, Jonathan. Hello. That's right. Andy. We, we've got a great crowd. We've got a great uh, time together today. Andy, what is going on in Castleberry or what just with you personally? Yeah, well, let me just share uh, something. This happened this week. Our little podcast is gaining uh, a little bit of notoriety in a couple of ways. I don't know, Drew, if you subscribe to the Altamont Wakiva Springs Life magazine, but uh, in there this week uh, or this month or this However, quarter, quarter, yeah, quarter. There was an article on Castleberry and about the Citizens Academy that you and I are going through that starts soon. And uh, in that article, which provided some fascinating information about the city, there was also quotes from our two podcast hosts, uh, you and me, about why we we're excited uh, about the the Citizens Academy. So I thought that was a nice little uh, shout out to um, what we're doing with the podcast. And cool. Thank you, Altamont and Wakiva Springs Life. That's great. <laughs> That's right. And the other thing is that I was at a meeting yesterday morning with uh, some of our city leaders as we uh, gather uh, every month or so to talk about some of the things that are happening in our city. And uh, one member of that group, uh, before the city manager and other um Leaders, as we were talking about communications within the city, um, Vicky Martin, our guest from the previous week, um, said how much she appreciated what we were trying to do on What's Up Castleberry as we act as kind of ambassadors for the city was a word that she used. Wow. And what I thought a great compliment. Yeah, I thought that was a good a good phrase that um, kind of captures what we're trying to do, that we're trying to be ambassadors within the city. Would you would you kind of say that word defines what we're, we're trying to do a little Absolutely. Bit? That is totally our goal. We uh, desire, as we said kind of at the top, our goal is to um, be uh, communicating about things that matter in mm-hmm. Castleberry. We want people to have conversations, to ask good questions and to connect on on things that are happening in our city that are that are good, that are positive, even things that are challenging. We have a desire to be very uh, kind of down the down the middle. We've discussed our goal in this is not to uh, necessarily direct anyone a certain uh, political affiliation, or but we, we just want people to know, be informed, and be inspired to go out and make the city better. Absolutely, some great things happening in the city, and we want to shine a light on those and, and celebrate those. Uh, Drew, as I, I look at you today, and our listeners won't be able to hear this, but I see you have a, a City of Castleberry pin on. I do. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, I'm very proud uh, to be a Castleberry resident. In fact, it's funny, my wife and I uh, have been staying at uh, my wife's parents' house for a couple of weeks as we've been uh, renovating a part of our home. We're very thankful for the ability to, to live just down the street in Winter Springs, but have kept 
the Castleberry pen close to my heart <laughs> as a reminder to pray for the city, which in which I'm a part of, as well as uh, be able to talk about Castleberry yeah. with residents and just folks on the street. So it's Very a good, cool. re- a good little reminder. I got it from uh, Dean, one of the employees of Castleberry. So thanks, nice. Dean. Well, Andy, for our Castleberry in the News segment, this is an opportunity to learn about kind of what's going on, get the the scuttlebutt, so to speak, of things that are relevant to citizens in Castleberry. Our news segment today is, of course, uh, we're recording this on Friday, March 13th, Friday the 13th. uh, So it's only appropriate, I think, that we talk about kind of the dominant theme of of the day, which is the coronavirus. Sure. I mean, this has been in the Castleberry news. It's been in the Central Florida news. It's been in the national news. And um, probably every newspaper on the planet uh, has been talking about this coronavirus. And, uh, you know, honestly, just the last 24 hours, and I realize that we'll be broadcasting this episode a couple of weeks later, so there will have been lots more changes. The last 24 hours have really been unprecedented. Uh, even Disney World closed, uh, sports are shutting down. It's It's been a wild time, and I, I don't remember anything like it uh, in my lifetime. How, how are you doing and feeling and what are you thinking through all this? Yeah, I think that's kind of the question that's being asked. What do we do? Uh, how, how do we feel? Right. And uh, and and what are some some next steps? Um, you know, to be candid with you, Andy, I, I, I have had the chance to uh, think about this, talk to folks from various walks of life and uh, really think, you know, number one, stressing just the importance of taking care of your of yourself in terms of cleanliness, you know, washing your hands, not putting yourself specifically in an environment where there might be the opportunity to be sick. Uh, however, personally, I, I think that uh, a, a bit of this uh, conversation uh, tends to be overhyped, right? There's this, this fear uh, of we don't want the worst thing possible to happen, mm-hmm. which then drives perhaps more fear and more concern and so um, I hope that we're not going to belabor this point, but I, I hope that one of the things that just comes over the next couple of weeks and months is that that citizens in Castleberry, as well as Central Florida, statewide, nationwide, that that we would um, calmly come together. We would seek to serve and care for our neighbors mm-hmm. uh, and and work together in this. Living in Florida, you know, we have the privilege of, I say privilege, we have the opportunity kind of every fall to uh, experience hurricanes, right? right? Natural disasters. And it's amazing. Uh, I know my wife and I on our street where the neighborhood comes together and checks out, hey, do you need anything? Do you have this? Do you have that? And really working together in unity. And frankly, I think this is another opportunity mm-hmm. for as citizens within the local city. And that's my, our plan. The Taylor's plan is to come around our, our street and our neighborhood and say, hey, what can we do? So uh, when, when are you hosting your Corona party? And- <laughs> Door, yeah, door, doors open. Uh, we will not have uh, maybe everything we need. Toilet paper seems to be an issue right now, but uh, yeah, come on over. We're happy there's, to There's help. some funny, funny memes going around about that. Yeah, I would just echo that as well. I mean, as we've talked about previously, I grew up in England and one of our kind of national mottos, it seems, is keep calm, carry on. So I, I kind of really want to adopt that as much as possible. But one of the things I realize about a leader and a pastor and influencer 
is that how I respond to things often sets the tone for others. Mm. So one of the things that I've been reminding myself of recently is that if I can have a a non-anxious presence about things, if I can go about my business in a thoughtful, um, helpful, um, solid way, then uh, hopefully we can bring some stability to a world that doesn't seem too stable right now. Very well said. And you, Andy, is a deep waters run still kind of guy. I see that in your even in your face today. Yeah, that's really, and that's needed you right see now. Deep, deep waters in my face, is that the virus? <laughs> is that one of the signs? No. <laughs> no, but I tell you what, I did go for a run this morning, and I, I go to run on the uh, old Deer Run golf course, which I hope they don't develop just selfishly because it's like a little pocket of natural beauty in the midst of all the concrete around here. Um, But I caught the sunrise, right? And I was reminded every single day for a long, long time, (laughs) billions of years, the sun has risen. And uh, it will rise again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and, and we'll be okay. Amen. Well said. Well, that's been our Castleberry in the news segment. Having said that, we're two weeks behind. What's really happening is people listen to this, so it could be much worse, but I think we'll be all right. All right, Andy, let's take a moment now to answer a question that one of our listeners has submitted to us. Uh, We would love to hear from you. If you have a question, a comment, some way to interact with us, we've set that up for you. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, as well as a podcast feed all titled What's Up Castleberry. So you can leave a question, uh, a review, uh, a comment in any of those sections. And we have, like we said at the top, a special guest today, Jonathan. What's going on, man? Do you have a question for your dad and I? What inspired you to make the podcast? Wow. That, we, we did not plan that. We did not prep that in advance. Great question, Jonathan. Very thoughtful. Andy, all you, sir. Uh, what prompted us to start a podcast? I love that. Uh, that's a softball that we can hit out the park, hopefully. Uh, we love our community. We believe in our community. And we believe that Castleberry has had a um, reputation that is poorer than it deserves over the years. And we believe that through some great work from our local leaders, from many organizations and nonprofits and civic groups and churches, uh, Castleberry is one of the best kept secrets in Central Florida. There are some incredible things happening in our community. But the problem is many people in our community don't know all the great things are happening and therefore aren't taking advantage of them. So as you said earlier, we want to be bridge builders. We want to be ambassadors for the great things that are happening um, so that we can continue to build our city and support our city and serve our city and create a bright, bold future for our community. That's a great answer, Jonathan. And just to add... Uh, Andy. Or Andy. Yes, yes, Andy answered it. Jonathan asked the question. I stopped complimenting Jonathan on his thoughtful question. I know. We look the same. <laughs> uh, the, the, the thing I would add as well, as you are a young man and... Uh, my wife is here. We uh, as as millennials and the next generation uh, on kind of a jokey but but non jokey way. Uh, more and more people are engaging on social media as well as listening to podcasts and other ways as opposed to perhaps you know years ago where it was your 
primary source of news would have been the newspaper or reading, you know, more printed materials. A lot more people are receiving communication through either social media or, or audio. And so we just thought, hey, let's jump in and, and try to communicate exactly what Andy said, the what's happening and the good of our community in a way that people can can yep. digest and process yep. it. Say, same, same message, new medium. All right. So for our sponsor today, our first original founding sponsor is founding sponsor platinum signs platinum signs we are so thankful for you platinum signs is a local business right here in castleberry it's a premier business to business business specializing in high quality signs that will help your business that's right they become better at business they'll print for your business they'll promo your business Uh, platinum signs in all seriousness started in 2006 our good friend yesha patel chamber of commerce member and her husband have founded the business and they are they say this in their statement whether you need a flag a banner a monument sign branded stationery, business cards networking booth items or promotional products we have you covered. You know, we need a monument sign. I'm not quite sure what it is, but I like the idea of having a monument. I do. Yeah. Well, what? How about welcome to Castleberry, home of the What's Up Castleberry podcast. And then we can have your face and like a little thumbs up. There we go. I like it. Yesha, we'll, we'll be in touch. Yes, thank you. And make sure you check out Yesha Patel and Platinum Signs our today's sponsor. Thank you very much. And if you are looking for us to highlight you and your business or your uh, individual uh, purpose or passion, we would love to talk to you. You can comment in our What's Up Castleberry Facebook, Instagram, or podcast feed. Well, for our special guest interview, uh, we're going to roll right in. Today is uh, a unique day. We had some trouble finding uh, a guest, but we have uh, just due to schedules and life circumstances, we've got a couple of guests for the next couple of sessions. But for today, we thought, hey, what better way than to start with the basics? Let's go to our roots, which is one of our co-hosts. I've had the privilege of interviewing, having a conversation, putting on the hot seat one of our Original founding co-host, Andy Searles. So, Andy, uh, glad you're here. I hope you're ready for this. I am. Let me let me just change hats, and I will take off my podcast host hat and put on my special guest hat. Okay, that's better. All right. You feel more comfortable? Good. (laughs) No, I don't feel comfortable at all, but that's another story. Well, Andy, you you and I uh, like to talk all the time and use cultural references, uh, television, internet, just funny memes that we see. And one that comes to mind over and over again for both of us, much to my wife's chagrin, is uh, the show The Office. Becky doesn't like The Office? She's not a fan. And it's, really? it's probably the only thing I don't like about her. Everything, she, otherwise, she's perfect. But, you know, it's... Well, I'm working on her. I'm working okay, on her. Okay. But for Andy, for, for our first question, I, I just felt like it's appropriate. I know you fairly well, and I, I kind of have an idea on this question, but um, which which character would you say that you relate to or you're most similar to in the show The Office? I think our listeners would be interested to know your answer. That is a great question. First, let me give a little bit of explanation because I realize The Office isn't to everybody's liking. So let me tell you why I like it. I um, grew up in England watching sitcoms over there 
that have a slightly more satirical uh, sense of humor, yeah, right? Dry. Just sure, a little bit, dry. Little, little, little bit dry. And so, honestly, truth be told, uh, I didn't find that in sitcoms when I came to the states. They were a lot more kind of slapstick and that kind of thing, which you know I've grown to love and appreciate. So when The Office came on, I really connected with it because I like that dry, sarcastic kind of humor. So that was kind of where I became a fan of the the show. Who would I most be like? Um, you know, honestly, I think everybody would like to say they're a little bit like Jim, you know, like cool and witty and funny. Um, the reality is those who work with me would probably say I'm a little bit like Michael. Um, Tracy would probably, my wife would probably say I'm a little bit like Stanley, like mumbling around the house, <laughs> kind of doing my my thing. Um, my kids would probably say there's a little bit of Dwight's nerdiness mm-hmm. within me. Um, so oh, Jonathan's over there nodding. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, honestly, probably uh, at different seasons of life and at different times during the day, I can play many characters at different okay. times. I, I often seriously, um, you know, tell people Tracy and I have been married, will have been married for 20 years this April. Wow. And I say that during that time, Tracy has been married to about six different husbands, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? All the same guy, all me, but several different iterations of me. So, um, yeah, I probably played uh various characters over the years. That's really well said and interesting. And it's funny, I was going to uh, call you out if you did, in fact, declare yourself to be a gem because, yeah, that's I I agree. I I think most of us would like to to be that. But I I thought that was a very honest assessment. So, well, well said, Andy. I'm not a packer. No, no, definitely not. I'm not a jam. Mm, No. Uh, Very low tolerance to drama and craziness. Not a Robert, not a, not not a, a Kelly. California. Not a okay. no. Yeah. Although I can be kind of weird sometimes, so maybe. <laughs> well, that's that's been our po- uh, office podcast segment for today, uh, Andy. I really do have a lot to ask you, and and really am excited to just have the chance to sit down and kind of talk uh, on the air about some things. You you've been a leader, Andy, for a long time here in Castleberry, and have faithfully served the community. What originally kind of got you? What got your feet wet? How did you initially kind of dive in and, and get engaged with, with things that are happening in our city? Yeah. So, I mean, I've always had a keen eye on the community and there's something that was built into me uh, in my formative years that um, really believed in uh, community and in our life together and things like that. But I think one of the defining moments for me when it comes to our city here in Castleberry, I think it was probably about 2012, 2013, um, when 60 Minutes, the national news magazine, did a segment on our community about homeless kids uh, in Seminole County. And uh, initially, I understood later that they were supposed to go and film that down by Disney, you know, in the shadow of the theme parks, there's all these needy kids. But uh, Osceola County says, no, we don't want that negative press. Seminole County said, okay, we'll let you in, not quite realizing what they were letting in. And so Scott Pelly, the host, came down and filmed this segment about children in need living under the poverty line um, with, with, with no food. 
And as I was watching that clip, I realized that where they were filming from was the very same school that my daughter was going to and my son would soon go to, right? And it really kind of, one, broke my heart. But secondly, it kind of woke me up to say, hey, if you're someone who says that they care about this community and you need the national news to tell you about a problem that exists two miles from your house, you know, some, something's wrong there. And so honestly, the very next day I went to the school and said, hey, I don't have much resource. I don't know much, but I saw it. I want to help. What can I do? And from there, all kinds of things have, have steamrolled and developed for me. That's amazing. I I totally think that it was not an accident that sure. that, that was um, part of your story, seeing that on the news. And, and the, I think the encouragement to Everyone, just like Andy said, is that regardless of your gifting, your abilities, your maybe connections, uh, it, a willing heart and just a desire to do something to better the place in which you live. And uh, you know, sure enough, you you could elaborate on kind of what what the steps were and and helping provide that tangible need for for food. But then that's opened other doors. Yeah, yeah, it has. And I mean, I think. Um you know, once you step into the arena, you see all kinds of um, opportunities to serve and get involved. What one of the driving philosophies of my life, um, primarily as a Christian, um, secondly, as uh, a leader is a little phrase that um, someone shared me with me when I was again in my formative years. And it's find a need and meet it, find a hurt and heal it. So, so as a Christian, um, I'm always on the lookout. What's that need that I can help? What's that hurt that I can help heal? And so um, I've kind of developed a radar for that. So started with helping with the schools. And to do that, we had to pull some people together. And once we pulled people together, we identified all kinds of um, other needs because we realized that the lack of food was a symptom. And we didn't just want to treat symptoms. We want to solve problems. So solving problems take you over here, over here, over here, over here. And before you know it... Um, you're pretty involved in meeting some cool people and trying to tackle some significant problems. Well said. That's great. Uh, so as a leader, right, you you are, are definitely a leader and advocate for, for the city. Um, what are some ways, what are some attributes, maybe character things that you're looking for first when identifying mm-hmm. folks to kind of come alongside? And then, and then what are some strategies to equip others to then go out and engage in the city in different these different avenues sure so um that's a that, that's a great question that's a, a technical question it's that, a question i think of very <laughs> yeah. very often frankly um I, I, let, let me answer the first part of that yeah. what what am i looking for in a leader um for me i think one of the first traits i'm looking for is um, the tree of humility. And I say the tree of humility <laughs> because there are lots of branches that come off that tree that are birthed because a person has a level of humility, like like servanthood, right? Um, sacrifice is another branch off that tree. Um, personally, um, I, I, I don't do well with big egos. I don't do well with selfish motives. Um, so I'm always looking for people who have a measure of humility. So, so that, that's one thing I'm looking for. I, I want someone, I, I want to know 
people who have an availability and an openness and a willingness to learn. Um, I'm not necessarily looking for people of resource because I think that um, there's lots of places to get that from. But if, if someone's available and they want to use their life to make a difference, then I think we can work with those people. And, and my story is that once you just kind of raise your hand and you say yes, it really puts you on an incredible journey where the, the, the resources, the learning you need just kind of comes but it all starts with that availability and that desire to say yes so in terms of um people those are some of the things i'm looking for availability and humility um your next question was about how do people get involved yeah kind of uh, equipping people right as you are a leader not necessarily other leaders but folks that you know maybe are sharing some of those kind of gifts sure what, what are some ways in which you kind of train, equip, encourage people to go out? Sure. Well, th- this kind of leadership that I try to bring in the community and within the church and within some of the other projects that I've kind of entrepreneured and a part of, it's not the kind of leadership that has a playbook, right? So it's not like I can say, hey, Drew, uh, I want you to do this. Here's step one, two, three, four, five, point A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? Because it just doesn't work like that. And so I think the kind of leadership that we want to offer and want to extend is more caught than it is taught, mm-hmm. right? So the reality is I want to say to folks, hey, come along with me, yeah. right? So that forces me to become less controlling, more trusting, right? It, it causes me not to self-isolate and kind of become this long ranger leader. It says, hey, let's build a team. Let's talk together. Let's figure it out together. Let's do it together. Our church is called Church Together because I value this idea of togetherness so much because it's when we start to do things together and tackle problems together that um, we grow together, right? Leadership in terms of what we want to offer in the community um, is caught, not taught, and therefore we need to be relational leaders. Does that make sense? It absolutely does. In fact, one thing you said really struck me uh, as I think about my own story, I always heard this phrase for many years, one step ahead, one step behind, that surrounding yourself with people who are one step ahead of you in terms of leadership, their career, their goals. And in that one step ahead, we're, we're learning. You mentioned being willing to learn and grow as a, as a leader, as an individual. And then one step behind, having folks that you are mentoring, that you are uh, kind of pulling along, encouraging you to, to go with. And Andy, not to embarrass you, but you you were kind of one of those people for Too me. Too late. Already I'm, embarrassed me. I'm the one behind. <laughs> and, uh, and you have really helped pull pull me forward. And I really appreciate that, my friend. That's so that, that's great. I hope hopefully that's been some encouragement for our listeners today. Yeah, I think I think to to you know to the listeners, I mean it's I, what the world doesn't need more lone rangers, right? We need to figure out how to do it together. together. Right. So so whatever you're doing, invite someone to come along on the journey with you. It sure makes the journey a whole lot more fun as well. That's right. And I, I think it's a perfect segue then to ask uh, regarding your son being we've mentioned him multiple times. He's yes. here. Jonathan is here today. Uh, what do you hope to instill in Jonathan and your and your daughter specifically in terms of our city regarding being a part of a citizen, whether it's in Castleberry if they settle down here or they move elsewhere and settle in another city. What what do you hope to instill in your children, kind of 
so to speak, caught from you in regards to how to be a, a productive, involved citizen in the in, cap, in wherever they live? Yeah, that, that that's a good question. Honestly, truth be told, there's a lot of things in my life that I hope they don't catch <laughs> from me. Um, great, great question. I think um, I want them to know that people matter a lot. And how we treat people is absolutely crucial, um, not just um, before God. As a, a, a pastor, I believe that everybody is of, of, of sacred worth to God, but for the betterment of our community as well, right? We really do uh, need each other, and we... Uh, <laughs> We're made for each other, and we need all all ages too. I jump in, right? Yeah, like you're never too young to to be a part of helping. Yeah, yeah. Where you live. so so I, th- I think I think the lesson is you know people people matter, mm-hmm. and then because people matter, how can we let people know that they matter, and how can we enhance the lives of those? around us. I mean, obviously, there are all kinds of uh, hopes and dreams that I have for my kids, all kinds of prayers that I pray for them every day. But um, I I think this community development stuff begins when we start to value people. So um, I hope that they catch from me that that people really matter. Well said. Excellent. Well, this is just a a portion of the, the many facets of who you are, Andy, as a person. But I think for the sake of uh, our podcast, we'll wrap it up there for today. <laughs> I am indeed a complex seat. person and we can talk for hours. <laughs> <laughs> As we close, how, how might you uh, people connect with you that want to reach out to you? Obviously, our podcast, What's Up Castleberry? Tell sure. Um, well, um, <laughs> uh, I'm on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Andy J. Searles. Uh, I'd love to become your friend i mean you can follow me but i'm not that interesting but i'd love to become your friend uh so join me there you can email me if you want andy at our church together.com come see us at church yes uh, please do a pastor of church in town called church together we meet at 10 o'clock every sunday where uh, viruses uh <laughs> permitting <laughs> <laughs> and we meet at the rec center in secret lake park castleberry um you know come early take a walk around the park um just seeing some of the beauty there will uh, make worship easy or for you as you walk in and i'd love to greet you and um love for you to become part of our family there Excellent. Well, thank you, Andy, for sharing and uh, being a part of our conversation today. All right. For our closing inspirational moment today, Andy has a quote for us. And Andy, take it away. Okay. Let me just put on my host hat again. That was my hat noise. <laughs> All right. Um, so a quote today, and I just need to clarify who this comes from, because uh, a quote today comes from a guy called Bob Goff, who has become a, a speaker, an inspirational speaker on an international level. And he's written some great books, Love Does, Everybody Always, which I just think are great and would highly recommend them. Uh, but there is also, I understand, uh, a former mayor of Castleberry by the same name, Bob Goff. So this quote from Bob Goff is the national speaker, Bob Goff, not to be confused with the former mayor of Castleberry, Bob Goff. I see. That's helpful. So this, this does not specifically relate to our Castleberry Bob Goff. 
It's a national speaker. Very we just good. needed to clarify that. Why we needed to clarify that is a story for another day. Absolutely. But this is the quote. Bob Goff, national speaker, says, Embrace uncertainty. Some of the most beautiful chapters in our lives won't have a title until much later. And I love that. And I love that, especially in this day that we're living in today, as we wonder where the coronavirus is going to take us and the effects that it will have. There is certainly a lot of uncertainty. And if I'm honest, I want to hide from that. I want to, I want to, uh, was it hunker down, bunker down? What is it they say when hurricanes come? Yep. Hunker down. Hunker down. I want to close the door. I want to keep the world out. I want to turn on my Xbox and just kind of do my own thing because I want to hide from uncertainty. But there are, the, the, the better way is to say, hey, I don't know what's going on, but this is going to make a great story one day. And we're part of history. And history will look back on this moment. And when history looks back, I want to be found faithful. I want my life to make a difference. I want to see uncertainty as an adventure, as a challenge. And so Bob says again, embrace uncertainty. Some of the most beautiful chapters in our lives won't have a title for much later. I would add, live your best story now so that when you have that title later on, you can be proud of the, the story and chapter you've written. Excellent. Well said, Andy. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the What's Up Castleberry podcast, a casual conversation about our community. This podcast today was produced by James Bittner, music by Jeremy Birdsall, graphics by Christian Moskosko. Today's sponsor is Platinum Signs. For more information about this podcast, please check out our Facebook page, Instagram, or podcast feed, all with the name What's Up Castleberry. We'd love a like and subscribe to our podcast. We'd love you to rate and review us. And until next week, have a great week.